Welcome to I Bet So Hard, technology and workflows that really work. The not so serious podcast for seriously busy veterinary teams brought to you by vet to pet Listen for quick, fun interviews with veterinary professionals who've retrieved and actually held on to their sanity, happiness, and success by learning a few new tricks and embracing efficient processes that actually work. I'm Dr. Stacey Santi. And I'm Dr. Caitlin DeWild. And this is I Bet So Hard. Well, it's another super fun episode of I Vet So Hard. And how are you doing over there, Caitlin? I am doing pretty well. I can't complain. Doing doing okay. It's a little busy this time of year. Uh, start, I feel like we're starting the official, like, you know, it's a week before Thanksgiving when we're recording this. So starting the official, like, oh, crap. Next week, my kids are off school for three days. Oh, crap. It's because it's Thanksgiving. Oh, crap. I need to order some stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's stressful right now this time of year because you start thinking, it seems like time just starts going really fast after Halloween. Yeah, it does. It does. Maybe sure. it's because the girls in the office are playing Christmas music already. Well, that's ridiculous and should be outlawed. As the CEO of the business, I feel like you should have more authority there. December 1st, ladies. This is really putting a lot of pressure on me because I'm thinking like looking at the calendar, how many weeks till Christmas, I have a whole bunch of people to buy presents for, and then I've got to ship those presents. And I'm also doing like end of year planning for the business. Like we always do this really fun thing about, and I would suggest our listeners do this is just go through your calendar starting in January and just write down little, all the little things of like one thing a week throughout the year that was on your calendar that you totally forgot about. Turns out you've accomplished a lot of stuff. You didn't even know it. And it's really fun to review those at the end of the year and then think about what you're going to do better or different or, you know, not do next year. Absolutely. That's a great idea. I think we're going to try that next year. Um, I think, you know, just as a business owner, you're also kind of, like a little bit pressured, like I really wanted to get this done this year, right? This was my goal for this year. And then, okay, what am I doing next year? Because even though it's just another day, we all put this like huge emphasis on it as being like, you know, a clean slate and everything restarts and which is not a bad thing at all. But I think, you know, a lot of uh, practices are going through some crazy stuff and, and probably a lot of year in stuff. But there are some ways that we can maybe streamline our efforts because I think we've all accumulated a lot of things this year, whether not necessarily physical things, material things, but we've all had to adapt and add new programs and technologies and policies and documents and like all the things this year more than we ever have probably before. So um, maybe now is a good time to look at all of those things and try to streamline. So we're in a little bit better spot for next year. What do you think? For sure. You know, what always bugs me. I can always tell when someone's not really in veterinary medicine because they say stupid things like vets uh, don't really have enough technology in their business. And I'm like, yeah, actually, it's the opposite. We have too much technology, but we don't have anything that's really comprehensive for us to use. So we are so creative. I mean, we can splint a broken leg with the tongue depressor if need be. So we're always accumulating different bits of technology, especially during the pandemic. I mean, the whole craze for trying to serve our clients through telemedicine and 
it turns out if you are like most every other practice I talk to, you probably have redundancy in your systems and all these different technology companies are growing and innovating. And so, yeah, it is a perfect time to take inventory of what you're using that's working, what you are paying for that you aren't using. And is there a vendor that you really like that you could do more business with that maybe has more solutions for you than, than they did a year ago? Absolutely. I think we need to do this in our practices and also potentially our streaming television services. Yeah, right. I have like Amazon, Apple, Hulu, Netflix. I spend so much time looking at all of those that the hour's over that I allocated to watching a show. (laughs) It's true. You got to check them all. I, I wondered that maybe we should invent this. Is there... Is there like a centralized database to be like, I want to watch this random movie from 2008. Where is it at for free? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, anyway, I, I kind of sidetracked us there, but let's let's break this uh, streamlining philosophy down <laughs> for our our listeners. So, I think the first thing, if you're if you're gonna take our our approach here and give this some thought and really put this to practice in your practice, see what I did there. <laughs> Uh, I think the first step is, like you said, you really have to look at what you already have because, and notice that we're not like, get rid of it and get this, or, you know, we're not necessarily saying that because honestly, if something is in your practice and it's working well for you, that's great. You should keep it. But I guarantee you there are things that are probably not working that could be reevaluated or there's things that you don't know you have or you're paying for (laughs) that would be maybe good. And... D, right? I'm like adding five bullets onto this. But (laughs) I think the other thing is that a lot of vendors and companies, my company for one, your company for another, like we changed and pivoted a lot in the last 18 months. So what you knew us to offer three years ago is different than what we have now. And maybe the pricing is different too. So I think step one has to be uh, looking at the technology the tools and the subscriptions that you have. Specifically, what we're talking about here is any of the client engagement technology. But honestly, you could apply this to your lab work or radiology or anything else. But we're talking about things like reminders and uh, emails and texting and apps and social media and postcards and your website and newsletters and any of that kind of stuff uh, that you're currently using. What do you think? For sure. You know, the best way to figure out what you're using is to look at your visa bill and see what your monthly subscriptions are. And then look at the annual stuff because you might have some vendors that you pay annually. But go ahead and try to keep, get a record of that. Just pencil it down. I think most practices don't know who's doing what. And that's okay. We're not judging at all. You just, now's the time to figure that out. It's good. It's good for you to do this once a year. This is kind of like your deep housekeeping of your technology. And, you know, I know this is a, I know this happens because even for me, like I'll sometimes go into my Apple, my Apple store subscription thing, and I'll find things I'm paying like $2.99 a month for. 
And I'm like, what is that? I don't even, if I don't know what it is, I cancel it. <laughs> it's then, that app that turns you into Disney princess, isn't it? It might be. <laughs> <laughs> I was having a bad day that day. It sounded like a good idea. Um, <laughs> But, you know, if I don't know, this is one way to find out if something's working is just shut it off. And if anyone complains, then, you know, that's another way. <laughs> you a little harder, a little more pain involved, but uh, really illuminates right away where this technology is functioning in your practice. For sure. <laughs> All right. What's there? What's the second step after you have looked at you figured out what you're paying for and uh, who you're already using? I guess my my tip for 1B would be like, like you said, writing that down, putting that all in a spreadsheet, like maybe with all your logins and passwords and the link and all that, like in one spot. Now's a good time to do that. But uh, what's our second step? Next, you want to identify the overlap. So you have redundancy, I'm sure. And this is where you want to try to minimize it because the you know you want the right hand to know what the left hand is doing and now that a lot of these client engagement platforms have expanded to be more all in one this is a, a space you might want to step into now if you aren't already you know Karen a few weeks ago Karen on our team she had put her had to put her little cat to sleep and such a technology failure by the practice the same day she received a sympathy card from the vet, she got the postcard that the same pet was due for wellness. Oh, ouch. So fail. part of the problem for this, the reason that happens is that you have your technology uh, duplicated and people don't know what's working and what's not working. Um, so streamlining and getting re- removing redundancy, not only does it help the client experience, but also saves you some money. I think uh, that is a great point. And then that takes us kind of through the end of the year, but then now the next step involves thinking ahead a little bit. So now that you've identified what you have and what all those things are, and maybe that you have three versions of it (laughs) because you're signed up for company X and they offer it, but so does company Y. Um, I think it's important to identify anything not only that's duplicitous, but also that's missing, right? Like what it, what are you like thinking in 2022 would make your life easier? What would streamline efficiency in the practice? What would help your teams? What would help your clients? Um, and those are the features that then you need to say, okay, this is what's missing. And now I can move on to the next step. So you can really help make your decisions on what to keep and what to, what to do or, or what to get rid of. I'm kind of thinking about it in the like Marie Kondo slash uh, love it or list it, right? <laughs> Concepts, <laughs> both of those apply, right? You're, get, you're cleaning house, you're getting rid of stuff you don't need. If you're on the fence, you gotta, you gotta nail out the pros and cons. What, what do you have? What do you really wish that house did have, but you know, can't have it though. So. Yeah, that's a great analogy. Have you heard of Vet2Pet? It's the only customizable, all-in-one client engagement and communication platform in veterinary medicine. Vet2Pet's loyalty program is proven to increase practice revenue, and their robust reminders mean that practices can stop paying for multiple communication platforms. Vet2Pet manages it all. 
Visit vettopet.com forward slash I vet so hard. That's vettopet.com forward slash I vet so hard. And this is the fun part of the planning where you can actually think about what you want to do in 2022. Don't go crazy though, right? You don't need to go crazy. Um, pick one or two things that you would think would be a real game changer for your practice. Maybe it's going paperless. Um, maybe it's getting into telemedicine. I don't, there are lots of choices, but you could even have a team survey about this. You could ask some colleagues, your associate DVMs, because people like having hope for the future. <laughs> they like knowing that you're going somewhere and that this is a journey. You know what people hate is to think that this is going to be the same thing day in, day out, and we're just going to do a Groundhog Day of 2021. Nobody likes to repeat the same thing for the most part. So, you know, use this time to show your innovation, show your creativity, and then pick a couple of things that are exciting, which, you know, leads us to number four is how are you going to do this? Well, you want to reach out to your vendors and providers and do, you might need to do another little demo with them. If you've been using the same system for five, 10 years, chances are it's wholly different. And maybe it's not getting advanced. Maybe they've made major innovations, but the real truth of it is you probably don't know. And so take another demo of just pretend you're brand new and then you'll get the hottest and latest information from the company. That's a great tip. And I think, you know, most of those demos are are free and take 30 minutes and you could pretend, even if you've been using something for years, right? Like, I can't. I can only imagine how things are presented in a different light now. Uh, so you might not only find out things that you're missing, but things that you might be able to be do to do better um, with minimal time or financial investment. So, okay. So once you get all this info, so you've you've made your list of what you've got. You've made you've kind of removed hopefully anything that you don't need or you had extra of. You've identified the things that you want to have. And you've gotten the information from the vendors or the providers. Your final step is the fun one, I think. Although some people might think this is the hard one. You got to narrow it down and you just got to go with it. You got to pull off the Band-Aid. Yeah, rip it off. Just rip it off. Because if you are on the hunt for the perfect system and you're thinking this is going to be my final purchase here, like... I'm buying something that's going to go another 10 years here. It's not going to happen. Like there, you cannot purchase technology with that kind of lifespan on it because so much innovation is coming so quickly. So you need to pick the company that you feel best about that has the biggest feature set that you feel like would be the best fit for your team. And then just to go for it and don't regret it. This is a lot like choosing carpet to me. Like I know when I was going to that carpet store, they like to show me 20 to 30 samples of like beige carpet. And I'm the last time I went in there, we had our house being built and I went in to pick out carpet. And I'm like, I want gray carpet, light gray. I'll take three samples. Three, don't even show me. The things that are important to me is if the cat yaks on it and the dog pees on it, I want 
it to be able to be clean. So I'm willing to pay for that. And, um, yeah, I want just three. And they're like, well, what about this? What about, I said, no, no, three, but you don't know what you're missing. I said, I don't care. So I told them what I wanted and then I got three. And then I literally within, I looked at them and it took me five minutes. I said that one. And they were like, oh my God, are you sure? Hey, you haven't looked at all of the stain resistant and the special coated carpet. I'm like, I, I'm okay. I just made a decision and actually felt very liberating to just go for it. And you know what? If I hate the carpet, I can get a new carpet. It's not that big a deal. Well, I think there's something to be said for, for being all in on something, right? If you're kind of wishy-washy, you're not sure what if you like it, I don't know. First of all, none of these contracts, very few of them are things that you can't get out of, right? There's almost always a trial period, uh, you know, there's, this is not like a marriage, right? A uh, little, little bit easier, but I would say that when you, when you pick the one that's best for your practice based on this framework that we've talked about, it's, it's your best bet. And if you go in and dive in wholeheartedly, you're more than likely going to take, be able to take better advantage of the features that they have, get it implemented better. Cause that's, you got to think about that too. Like you can't be introducing a new program or software to your team every three months. They're going to kill you. Like that's not, yeah, that's not good that. for anybody. <laughs> don't do that. The teams are tired too. So, yeah. you know, it's, they need you as the leader to pick something and go in and yeah, you're going to bump up against things. Oh, I wish it did this. Oh, I thought it did that. But you can probably stomach it. And chances are, if you chose a good company, they're working on it anyways. And you don't even have to stomach it forever, it, just a little bit longer. I, I will say what I know of these technology companies that are on the market these days is they are doing a much more rapid release of small quick improvements to the platform versus the old days, the old gold, olden, what do you call them? The yesteryear. The days of yore. Days of yore, yeah. (laughs) Days of yore. The days of yore when Avamark would send you the update every three years and you like had to wait three years till you got the next one. And then you had to install it over like a five-day period. (laughs) (laughs) And you just knew it was going to crash and burn your home. It was going to go wrong for sure. (laughs) Yeah. And all the things you requested you had forgotten about because you had a whole new list. Now you're waiting for three more years. These companies don't work this way, guys. So you have a lot of freedom to, like, don't feel bad with what you choose. If it actually, if it doesn't work out, you can fix it. It's not that big a deal. Well, I hope that uh, we've given our listeners some tips on how they can go into 2022 in really with a clean, streamlined mindset, ready yeah. to crush it ready to put COVID behind us. I think 2022 is going to be a year of, you know, just kind of getting back into our groove. Maybe these doodles, we don't have to see more puppies anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not holding out a lot of hope for that. But even if you go through this exercise and you find you don't need to add anything else, right? I think it's important to do this kind of thing once a year or so anyway, so that you are sure you're taking advantage of everything that that you should. You're looking for efficiencies. And if nothing else, it's an organizational exercise, right? Like, let's get all the logins in one spot. So if someone leaves or, you know, you're trying to find, like, it'll save you time. I, I promise it will pay off no matter what. Because if you're if you're ever been looking for the, where do I go to log in and what's the password? Like, 
And it's always different. It's always like this practice manager's address or the, this owner's or the front desk or the da, da, like, it's crazy. So I think identifying that will be very helpful in terms of managing uh, all your technology in 2022, even managing your teams that work with it. It will help them if you're a little bit more organized and and taking advantage of everything. So uh, hopefully this helps you. And uh, we'd love to know uh, if we've helped you improve your efficiency in your hospital. I, I know this It doesn't sound like a fun thing to do, especially this time of year, but uh, I've done this in my practice uh, a couple times and it's, it's always been rewarding. So wishing you the same. Thanks guys for listening and hanging out with us. Leave us a review and a rating. We love that stuff. It's so exciting. And we look forward to seeing you next time on I Bet So Hard. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of I Bet So Hard. Don't forget to head over to ibetsohard.com to download our top five takeaways from this episode. We'll see you right back here. Same time, same place next week. Until then, here's to putting your technology to work for your practice.